Hello, Queen. Welcome to The Real Podcast. My name is Sarah Duff, and I am going to be on this podcast getting down to the absolute nitty gritty and sharing with you everything you need to transform into the real you. If you feel stuck and unhappy in your current life and you know you haven't reached your highest potential, then my God, I am going to empower you to transform you and your life. I will be talking about all things personal and spiritual development, health and wellness, aging, relationships and dating, and sharing with you my own real life experiences. I am going to give you everything you need to help you experience your own transformation, just like me and just like my clients. I am going to give you everything you need to restore, evolve, accept and love everything about you. So you can stop just existing and start actually living. So you can unleash all of your amazingness onto the world because the world needs you to show up as your most fabulous, amazing, peaceful self. And more importantly, you deserve to show up as that woman every damn day. Now, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with all of your fellow queens because I want you to go out and I want you to all start this transformation journey together. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Real You podcast with little old me. I'm currently sitting on my orange stool wearing orange fluffy slippers and a black woolly hat and some other clothes obviously and I'm drinking a cup of tea which actually is a bit unusual for me I'm more of a coffee girl but you know sometimes when you just really really fancy something well that was my that was my decision on the tea today and um I have to just quickly share this with you I had a little mini, mini, mini session of self-sabotage earlier. And it was a very mild form of self-sabotage, but it was self-sabotage. I made a decision to go to a coffee shop that I know that the internet does not work in. Um, And it has never worked in there, like all the times I've been in. And it's always just led to me questioning myself like why have I come here again because I know the internet doesn't work getting frustrated because what it does is it kind of it it will connect and connect for about 30 seconds and then chuck you off um but today for some reason I made the decision that I thought that things were going to be different so which you know they could have been but essentially it wasn't a it wasn't a risk I should have taken because I had stuff that I really needed to get done so I went into the coffee shop and the exact same thing happened and I sat there and I got frustrated and I must have spent about about half an hour 40 minutes just like getting annoyed with the fact that the internet wasn't working and then trying to do things and getting lots of and it was just a shit show and I was just sat there and I was just like you are self-sabotaging right now like why did you why did you make this decision again and that's the weird thing about self-sabotage is it comes in so many different forms um we actually recorded a decades um podcast on it last night um but it just it crops up in so many areas of life where we we make strange decisions about things even though 
we know that they are probably not the best decisions or they are not the things which are going to help us move forward. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. So I stomped out of the stomped out of the coffee shop, like, oh, and I've kind of written in my um in my journal, do not go to said coffee shop ever again. So I've kind of I've put myself on a ban to try and prevent it happening again. But anyway, that is not what we are talking about on today's podcast. Today I want to talk about dating and dating with low self-worth specifically. Um and the reason that I've chosen this topic is because 2020 I have decided is the year I'm actually going to dip my toes back into the dating pool um, properly. Um, So I have over the last, I don't know, however many years, four, five years, um, I have dipped in and out of all kinds of um, shoddy relationships um, if we can even call some of them that. And what I have come to realize is that the reason that none of them ever went the way that I wanted them to, or I never got the result I wanted from using dating apps or, you know, anything, uh, was because everything I was doing, my approach to it all, my attitude, my outlook on it all, was all coming from a place of extreme low self-worth. So this word self-worth, it gets kind of um, talked about on social media. And I actually put out a poll on my Instagram a while ago and asked people, did they understand what it meant? And there was a fair number of people that didn't really get what it meant. So Self-worth, just in case you are like, yeah, I don't freaking know what it means. I hear it all the time, but I've got no freaking idea. Um, Self-worth basically means that you have a favorable opinion of yourself um, and that you have the ability to be able to follow through on things. Um, And I also feel that self-worth is about being at real peace with yourself in with all decisions you make and in all situations so you know you're not you're not prepared to settle for anything because you know that you deserve good things and you deserve the fucking best things not just good things like you deserve everything that you want but I am yet to meet a a woman um who I would say is 100% completely in her worth. I think we all, due to, you know, things that have happened to us when we were children, um, you know, life conditioning, beliefs and beliefs that we have about ourselves um, and false stories that we made up in order to make sense of things that happened to us earlier in our life have left us with a very low opinion of ourselves. So the story that majority of us have had running through in our subconscious mind is that we are not good enough. 
we do not deserve good things, we are not lovable, that we are, you know, we don't have the right to everything to have, we don't have the right to have everything that we want. And when we don't have this awareness, it plays out in our lives in so many different ways. So if you are out in the dating world, um, whether it be, you know, meeting people um, actually in person or using the dating apps, it's so important that you are entering into it with a real, like a true, true insight and knowledge of your self-worth. Because if you are on a subconscious level thinking that you are not worthy of, you know, being treated well or being respected or, you know, getting the relationship that if you sat down and actually really thought about it and wrote out and was really honest about how you want a relationship to make you feel you will not attract that into your life. You will only ever attract people into your life who match how you feel about yourself. So if you have very low self-worth, then you are going to attract people into your life that will basically give you, provide you with evidence and treat you in such a way that backs up this story of you having you not being deserving or you not being good enough and you will just accept that as okay and this is what I was doing for years um so just to explain that low self-worth kind of appears in um, in the format of fear, so when you when you act on something out of fear, um, rather than it, you know, you being able to push into and pass, you let fear hold you back from getting what you really want. Then that is that is you making decisions based on low self worth. If you find yourself settling because you're you think that you can't do any better then that is also you operating out of a place of low self-worth you know playing playing the victim or blaming others for you know stuff that is happening to you in your life bearing in mind that we we are the creators of our own reality is also you coming from a place of low self-worth because you're not wanting to accept responsibility and be accountable for yourself and then also playing small so not not asking for what you want not actually, you know, maybe you're like me and you people, you have a natural tendency to people please, or you fear rejection. So it's easier just to stay small, 
not speak up, not say what you actually want, not putting yourself out there because you're so like fearful of being judged or rejected. And these were all of the things that I have kind of, that my dating life was completely and utterly ruled by. And kind of looking like, looking back on it now, I'm like, holy shit, why did I not get taught this in school? Because I just thought that there was something wrong with me that I kept attracting in these these same guys and I kept making the same bad decisions about the type of guys that I was going I was going for and little did I know that actually it was because of the whole thing was because of the relationship that I had with myself so to give you like some specific um, examples. So say for example, on the dating apps and actually, you know, dating anyone wherever I'd met them, as soon as I, so obviously you, you know, however you do it, you start messaging with somebody. And I had this habit that I would, things would always start off you know, okay. And then if the messages weren't coming through at the pace that I thought they should be, or he wasn't replying as quickly as I expected him to reply, or if I didn't hear back from him at all, that was probably more on the kind of um, dating apps, that was quite a regular occurrence my mind would basically go, okay, well, that is because you are not worthy of this. You don't deserve to, you know, have someone um, like message you, message you back. And my mind would go into overdrive, creating all of these crazy, crazy fucking motherfucking stories. Like, I almost wish at the time I had been, when I do wish this, I wish I had been into doing all of the journaling and the writing that I do now, because I think some of the stories that I created were just batshit crazy. And then if I wasn't creating stories about what him not messaging back meant about me and my worth, I would then create stories when, um, to make excuses for him. So say if somebody ghosted me or I didn't hear back, I would then make excuses. Um, I actually wrote a full full, um, blog on this about also reading way too much into emojis um, and, you know, thinking that if somebody sends you a fucking love heart and a eggplant or aubergine emoji that when you haven't heard from them for, you know, a week, that that is in some way an indication that um, they love you, they like you, that you are worthy of their attention, which is just fucking ridiculous. They are just emojis. But when you are operating from a place of low worth, you will literally grab on to any glimmer of hope that makes you feel not so shit 
Um, and it's, you know, it's awful. And I know that the that it's not just me having spoken to, you know, um, other women. I know that, you know, a lot of us go through um, the very similar experiences. And we don't talk about it because we're embarrassed and shameful. We're ashamed. And we think that we are the only one. And that by coming out and saying, oh, yeah, I you know, I read too much into that emoji or I messaged him a hundred times or um, hoping that I was going to get a response or I decided to send him, you know, a half naked picture just to try and get like to get his attention. Um, you know, all of that coming from a place of low self-worth, but because it's not really spoken about because of the shame, um, it's very hard for us to kind of for people to have the awareness to know of why it is actually happening in the first place which is why obviously I'm here today talking about it um, and the other thing that I would do if we're looking at the kind of settling side of it is that I would um, overlook or bypass inappropriate comments or behaviors and you know still even though that didn't make me feel good and um it was very obvious my intuition would be screaming at me that you know this this guy was not looking for the same thing as me he was obviously looking for perhaps just a hookup or you know one night stand whatever you want to call it but because I was so like needing that validation um, to make me feel like good about myself, I would bypass that kind of um, behavior and try and attach a better story to it, try and make it mean something positive, something that didn't make me feel like absolute crap. Um, and you know, that was me settling, thinking that I couldn't get any better. Um, and like ignoring my intuition, I will say this to you, over all of the years of my life has never ended up in a good outcome for me. Um, because my intuition is like shit hot and I have I've had to start learning to trust it more and more and not self-sabotage by um ignoring it or even not even like it's not then that you um it's not then that my intuition it's the ability to be able to question sorry totally lost all my fluffy words there um it's the ability to be able to just listen to your intuition and then, you know, question things. So that was the big thing for me was that I just accepted whatever was being given to me, whether it made me feel good or not. And I never asked for clarity on anything because I was too scared of what the answer would be. Because what if it was the answer that I didn't want to hear? Um, 
And, you know, that fear of rejection and that fear of, oh, my God, well, if I if this doesn't work out, then what will work out? Like, what the hell? I'm, you know, I need to I need to make this I need to make this work. So it was all coming from a place of like desperation um, which, you know, led me down the route of sleeping, sleeping with people because I thought that if I didn't, um, then I would be rejected and it was just a completely horrible, horrible cycle to be stuck in and not one that was ever going to help find me the person who I deserve to be with. Because all of this um, work that I have been doing, a lot of the inner work where I have been completely and utterly stripping back to my, what are called your core beliefs, so what are the things that I, from a young age, have developed as my core belief system? Um, and when you start to discover that you are still living your life by beliefs that, you know, you picked up and um, attached stories to when you were, you know, six years old, it's quite eye-opening because none of those stories really, as an adult, have any truth to them anymore. And they probably didn't have truth attached to them at the time. Like I said back in the beginning, it's the stories are your brain's way of trying to make sense of something that's happening. And, you know, your, your kind of, um, your ego, it's number one job is to keep you safe. And so in order for you to be able to um, stay safe, your ego has to attach stories that, so that you then will always stick to, um, you know, these particular behaviours because those behaviours run by this belief system are what keep you, what are what keep you safe. So um, not knowing that, not knowing what your core belief system is, makes it then very hard to be able to, as you go through adulthood, to really make sure that your belief system is serving how you want to be as an adult. And basically, we have two fundamental things as humans that we really, really like have to have and that is to be loved and also to be seen and you know if you don't have a belief system that makes you think that you deserve to be loved and you deserve to be seen then you your ego will do everything to try and keep you away from having those things because it believes that those things are you know in some way going to endanger your safety so you have to build your own self-awareness around these things in order to be able to help you to rewrite your story um which I know that you if you follow me on Instagram you know I talk about it um a lot which is the kind of power of being able to rewrite your story at any time 
Like, so you're, we are the creators of our own reality because we get to write each chapter of our own story. And like, that is such an empowering thing to know. And when I first found out, I was like, whoa, what do you mean I can create my reality? Because I'd always lived thinking that things were happening, you know, to me, not for me. I didn't think I had any control. So the whole dating thing, I didn't realize how much control I actually had over that because I didn't, I just didn't understand truly what was going on in my mind and why I kept making shit decisions and why other people seem to be able to, you know, get into successful relationships. Um, I fundamentally thought I was unlovable and didn't deserve to be seen. And so my ego has been basically for many years done everything in its power to make sure that those things remained true. But now that I know that and going into this kind of new phase of 2020 and my new dating, um, new dating adventures, I'm going to call it because they will be adventures. I mean, when I think back about like the date, the dates that I have been on, I've been on some absolute crackers, but not as good as my friend who actually um, went on a date with a guy who basically, he got a little bit carried away. I think he had too much to drink. He basically got a bit carried away and they were sat in a very small pub and he reached over and basically, I think he was going for a kiss. She didn't want one. She turned her cheek to the side and before we knew it, he had bitten the side of her cheek. So I've never had anything quite that bad happen to me, but I have been on some pretty bad dates and I have, if I'm being honest, over the years I have been on dates and, you know, I would I would not want it to have been a fly on the wall um, to view my own behaviour. Um, so dates where I got drunk and, you know, obviously that ended up not leading not leading me down a path to anything great um so you know this year going into 2020 I have a very clear mindset of who who is the guy that is what I am looking for who am I meant to be with and I've kind of written my whole list of everything that he needs he needs to bring to the table and then also what I need to bring to the table because obviously this is a two-way street like relationships are a hundred percent from one person and a hundred percent from the other it's not 50 50 you have to both enter into a relationship 100 percent like be there giving it your absolute all um, and I'm very clear on the type of guy that I would like and will meet. Um, so my kind of manifestation list for that is something that is it's very different from lists that I have done before. Because, um, you know, during my period of low self-worth, I wasn't really thinking about how I wanted him to make me feel. I actually probably was focusing... I was just so desperate to be with anyone and to have that status of being in a relationship. And I wanted to feel happy. And to me, I thought that that's what was going to bring me happiness when in actual fact, like 
you relationships are meant to complement you and your life and yes they make you happy but you have to be okay with being happy on your own outside of any relationship you need to be fulfilled on your own outside of any relationship because you know you can't rely on other people for your personal own fulfillment and your own personal own personal I don't think that makes sense your personal um happiness that is your life experience can have people in it that complement it but your life experience is your life experience and it is fully your responsibility so no one can come in and do things for you um so my manifestation list is not really about you know it's not so much about all the material things and the you know the looks and all that it's about how I want somebody to feel and the things that we can do together um and it's quite a powerful list every time I read it I'm like holy shit I cannot wait this is going to be amazing um so now I'm just waiting for the old universe to um you know I'm doing my bit I'm showing up in my life every goddamn day as my most authentic self I am standing firmly in my worth of knowing that I fucking deserve everything that I want and so now it's just up to the old universe my higher power to help collide me and my future um I don't even know what I would call my future love there we go I'm gonna do that Um, So that is the kind of story of your self-worth and dating. So if you, like me, are single and you are, maybe you've been struggling with dating for years and you keep, you're stuck in this um, cycle of always attracting the same guys, never getting what you want, then I really want you to think about what I have said and whether you think that you are actually not stepping fully into your self-worth, like what part of you does not believe that you deserve to be loved, that you deserve to be seen, that you deserve to meet somebody who makes you feel and the way that you want to feel, somebody who will turn up 100% just for you. Um, And there is a good book that you can read if you want to understand a bit more about um, kind of relationships and attachment styles. And it's actually just called Attached. And I will link it in the show notes for you. Um, but I hope that this has been insightful and raised your awareness maybe around things that maybe you've not thought about because the whole point of me wanting to put this um, podcast out was just to make you aware that things are not just happening because they are happening. Like there is generally always a deeper reason why things in your life are playing out the way that they are. So your internal state is a direct reflection of your um, external state. So your internal thoughts, feelings are directly reflected out into what your life is, how your life is playing out on the outside. So I'm going to leave this here. My tea has gotten cold. I'm going to slurp it. Tepid. Um, And I would love you to reach out if you have any questions. Um, 
And I cannot wait to be back on the next episode um, and delve into some more. Thank you so, so much for listening to the Real You podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And I would be truly, truly grateful if you could share this with your friends on your social media. Do not forget to tag me in any social media platforms that you share it on. Then the icing on the cake would be if you could head over to iTunes and leave me a review and some stars. You are amazing. You are more capable than you know. Until next time, my queen, keep it real.